Hello, and welcome to the EuroWide, episode number 81 for the week of March 16, 2020. I'm Mike McComb, and I'm joined today by Ben Smith. Hey, Ben. Hey, Mike. We are a pair of Americans trying to make sense of the Eurovision Song Contest. And this week, we'll be talking about the last set of songs selected for Eurovision 2020. How's it going, Ben? Um, I'm not gonna lie, it's been better. Yeah. Uh, but coronavirus is here with with us in the states uh it's cool it's cool i'm working from home unlike last week's episode we are uh, definitely doing the social distancing uh ben is back in boston i am in chicago we are definitely uh, we are more than in... six feet apart it's great yeah yep uh we are in our respective uh city-wide statewide lockdowns uh yeah it's been I don't know. The 20s are not my favorite decade, I've, no, I've decided. No, no. So, uh... <laughs> remember, remember on January 1st, when we were like, oh, man, there's so much promise in this decade. And now, Oof, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> blew through that credit very quickly. Can we just get like a mulligan? I think we need more than that. But yeah, uh, but we shall persevere. Yeah, we will persevere. We will continue making a podcast because, hey, we're already inside the house. In terms of Eurovision stuff, uh, we're in kind of a unchartered territory I yeah think. Uh, yeah so much news has happened recently as i'm sure you are all very well aware th- things are kind of chaotic right now in terms of like countries closing up their borders uh everybody being on uh self-imposed quarantine uh groups of like more than 25 being frowned upon uh so yeah eurovision status still up in the air uh the reference group is meeting on tuesday uh we're recording this monday evening so uh probably by the time this drops on tuesday we will know uh what the plan b is for this year's contest or at least like a timeline of when we'll know what the plan b is for this year's contest i'm not really expecting good news uh yeah that 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 is my solid prediction right there yeah i'm I'm not either like i'm just sort of being cautiously optimistic throughout all of this and be like you know what if I if I go into this and I expect the worst, then I will be pleasantly surprised by whatever we get mm-hmm. in terms of actual updates. Yeah, and and given how the organization has been for this year's contest, like I'm I'm confident that the correct decisions will be made. Uh, just maybe not the preferred decisions. But agreed. Yeah, every, everybody's safety is important, and yeah, I mean this is just like unprecedented. Uh, I've heard that word so much this week. <laughs> yeah, um, but yep. I mean, all of the Eurovision pre-parties have been effectively canceled. A lot of them are uh, saying that they've been postponed, but uh, none of them are going to be happening before May, particularly because a number of the performers have already said that like they are not going to be doing any traveling. And this was before travel restrictions were uh, put in place. As we mentioned, a number of countries are either in lockdown or borders are closed. Um, and yeah, Chicago and Boston, uh, we're not doing so great either. For like we have uh, like all of our restaurants are closed. Uh, it's not it's not full on lockdown uh, the way it is in uh, Spain and Italy. But yeah, outside of Eurovision, I'm kind of happy that a lot of places have have literally shut things down and said no, mm-hmm. just because so many I saw so many people out this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, like, I, guys, this is this is not a snow day. Yeah, it was uh, it was particularly bad in Chicago because uh, with St. Patrick's Day uh, on Tuesday. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Chicago celebrates it uh, if, if it doesn't fall on a weekend, pretty much celebrates it the weekend before and the weekend after. Do not take public transit on those days. It's a, mm-hmm. a mess. But um, <laughs> I mean, remember, remember, Mike, I'm in Boston. I know 
all about that. I, I was going to ask if it's uh, that hellish in Boston as well. Uh, I, I go nowhere near South Boston that weekend. Mm, uh, yeah. And and yeah. like they canceled the per- they canceled the parade this year, which is how I knew this was serious, is that we do not want people in large groups just like openly like spilling bodily fluids onto the streets, onto one another, etc. Yeah. 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 And I remember reading that Boston and it was either Philadelphia or Pittsburgh, except somewhere in Pennsylvania, uh, was also canceled their parade. Uh, Chicago was trying to be defined, be like, no, our parade's still going to go on. And then they're just like, no, cancel the parade. So they did that. And then there was all sorts of uh, bar stuff happening this past weekend. And uh, both the mayor and the governor on Sunday, like at the press conference with the daily update of everything that was going on, was just doing the, like, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed type lecture to, like, everybody and just like mm-hmm. oh man this is just uh <laughs> we're in trouble yeah. guys so <laughs> yeah anyways uh, remain yeah. indoors wash your hands yeah uh, yeah we will know more about this eventually uh currently we had known that uh that the netherlands had previously said they were going to make an announcement around april 6th when stage construction was supposed to begin uh i have a hunch we might hear before that just given that the reference group is meeting on tuesday yeah, I don't even know what if to say fingers crossed to just be like and any information would be helpful now because, uh, yeah, the the constant stream of emails of people trying to sell their semifinal two tickets. Uh, it's just like mm, you might be getting a refund regardless. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But we'll continue to uh, finish out our at least phase one of our coverage uh, because we have nine more entries uh, to get through uh, that have dropped in the last week and a half or so. And yeah, we'll just kind of take it from there. So uh, let's get started with that. Yeah. The first one that we're going to talk about, we're going to go all the way back to the before times. Of the before March 5th. times of yeah. March 5th. <laughs> oh, we were so, so young so then. So long ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet and... summer children us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first entry to get dropped on the 5th was Austria's entry, Vincent Bueno's Alive. So when Austria made their announcement, they had announced sort of everything at once and just not dropped the song. They had told us it was Vincent Bueno. Mm-hmm. They had told us his song was alive. They had given us a lot of promotional text that was real cringy. Oh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> oh, I had not. I had not, Mike. Yeah, I remember that was a particular bugaboo for you. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, the, the promo text was not great. Um, oh. How do you feel about the song, Mike? Uh, now that you mentioned the cringy promo text, uh, the rest of the song is making a lot more sense to me. Uh, I mean, it's just... Uh, it it really feels like this song is trying to be all of the Justin Timberlakes, like every, every version of Justin Timberlake from like all of his albums just kind of compressed into this surprisingly low energy song. Yeah, like it, it's just a lot. It's a lot of different songs happening at once. Yeah. And like, I, I just find the energy composition of it to be so weird. Like it kind of starts at a three, then kind of creeps up to a seven. And you're just like expecting there to be like this big boom of me. Like, I want to feel alive. But then the bass kicks in and it just drops all of that energy. And it's fine. But 
Yeah, uh, no, like, I had, like, two things come to mind while uh, mm-hmm. walking around from CVS to CVS looking for looking for supplies t- today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one is that this is the sort of song that appears in the background of a scene where someone finds their joy again in, like, a direct-to-video Sister Act sequel. <laughs> um, and then, then my second thought was, like, this is the sort of song that Jason Mendoza's dance crew would, in- would, it- would inadvertently dance to perhaps the climax of that uh sister act movie like at the prom and like the yes. two rival the two rivals are just show like, oh, choir no, yeah yeah Ugh. yeah oh goodness yeah i mean it's it's i think the one thing it may have going for it is like vincent bueno is a performer and mm-hmm. i think there's some performance potential for this but uh this this really feels like it could be the opener well i don't even think it could be the opener to the semifinal because there's just that energy drop like mm-hmm. midway through the song and that's the thing it takes so long to get to that seven there's just nowhere for the song to go yeah where, where would you put this in a lineup excellent question excellent yeah. question also uh in in doing research on this song uh it is a self-penned song and oh, okay. they're, they're being real proud about that and i would not be i would mm. i would absolutely try to pawn this off on a kirkarov or something no <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this doesn't have the Sturm and Drong. That, oh yeah, this, uh, yeah. Not, maybe not a Kirk, maybe not a Kirkerov, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no there's no glass box of emotion here. Because like if you uh, told me that like a, a that like a studio full of twenty producers had come up with this, I would absolutely believe you because it's mm-hmm. just very, it's just kind of bland. Yeah, there's some weird lyrical stuff about like the ego and stuff. Yeah, it really does go all over the place. <sighs> Austria's trying, I think. Austria's I, I, trying I, and like. What they sent last year did not work, so let's try something right. new. Let's throw, let's throw some different pasta at the wall. Maybe yeah. this one will stick. We'll come back to Austria again at, at some point. In terms of other uh, self-penned entries, uh, Ireland finally revealed uh, their song and artist, and it is Leslie Roy with the song Story of My Life. what ireland is doing at this point and this and this is kind of this isn't necessarily about this particular song it it kind of is and kind of isn't uh they were doing so much pre-hype for this song including like comparisons to euphoria which we we can get into that that point later but it it just felt like ireland has completely biffed the launch of this song Mm -hmm. leslie roy's social media was not set up for like being announced as the artist like part part of our uh setup behind the scenes here is like checking checking their twitter checking their instagram like getting onto their facebook page and like she had a songwriting and performing career earlier in like the 20 2012 era i think it was and yeah like the last update to her facebook page was from 2016 and just like oh no you should have that all ready to go at the time of the announcement all of that was stumbled it took a while for the song to get onto Spotify. There was a live performance on uh, a late night show uh, in Ireland. And I think there were some sound problems. I don't think she had all of her backing singers. Like there, there was something, there were just Yeah, there was something up with that, that live off. performance. Yeah, because I, I watched the video. Definitely, She's definitely fidgeting with like her in-ear monitor. So something was probably going on with like the backing track. 
yeah, a lot of bad luck. Uh, yeah, this entry as well. It, and... Yeah, it just feels like they are like shooting themselves in the foot before they begin, and especially yeah. after all of the hype they did. And then it gets to the actual song, which I'm not particularly a fan of. Ben, what are your thoughts on this song? I mean, like, I actually don't mind the song. Like, it, like there is okay. a there is a uh, Carly Rae Jepsen energy to it. Like, this feels like it could be like something that appeared on like side B of like either of her last two albums for me. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, that's why there's two hosts on this I show. Mean, yeah, that's why there's two hosts on this show. Um, is that we have different, but. No, because there is, and, and part of it might just be like the styling in the video and the styling in the performances that's that's sort of helping that along for me. I can see that, yeah, because there there is definitely a Carly Rae energy about the video. Yes. I don't particularly care for the video though, so I think. That oh might yeah, be yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of the video where just like the idea of what they're going for, it it feels it feels kind of very straightforward and basic, mm-hmm. but but like the song itself is is fine to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna move mountains. I don't think that it's necessarily gunning for the scoreboard. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, for me, it just it's uh like the purest example yet of ED Mom that we've had. <laughs> like, it's just like this just sounds like something that we'd be playing like at a Bowrix at the mall. Oh yeah, no, this is you. You would absolutely hear this song on like a Coles or a Dillard's. Katy Perry ish vibe, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, like, it, it's. It's certainly not for me, and okay. maybe maybe that's okay. Yeah, like that's it's not it's not a bad vibe to to play around in. I don't yeah. know what to do with this entry because it just like it there doesn't feel it doesn't to me feel like twenty twenty. But uh, okay, I mean, that, if you think it sounds like Carly Rae, it's like well that's getting closer. Uh, that's at so. least, yeah, that's yeah, that's closer that's to twenty twenty than last year's was. Like and get like I think that's mostly why I'm responding to is that last year just felt kind of rock bottom. Just that performance, that song. Like twenty two is not really doing anything. This feels this feels better. It could be something that gets some sort of benefit based on where it ends up in the lineup. I feel like they could stage this song in a in like a good way, or and use sort of like they they could do something fairly fun with this because it is just her plus backing, so they can figure out something to do. Yeah, and I think that's maybe where they are like the basket that they are putting all of their eggs in, uh, just because they uh, have like a. Oh, I can't recall the name of the production company. That's, right, but yeah, uh, that, that was part of what they were hyping but... up in the, right. in the lead up to this was we've hired this team to do the the staging. Mm-hmm. That could be its sta- uh, saving grace, but <laughs> so our, our official stance is mixed. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Cypress had previously announced that they were setting Sandro, and Sandro's song will be running. But I keep on running, I keep on running, I keep on running away. Now I keep on running, I keep on running, I don't wanna fall again. And actually, this is like a nice transition from Ireland because we were just talking about how you could hear the uh, Ireland song in the mall. You, I feel like you could absolutely hear Cypress's song in the mall right now too. Oh wow! Really? Yes. Huh? Yeah. Just sort of, like, just sort of, I, it's, it's just like sort of like the generic sort of mildly housey sort of thing that you'd hear in like a in like a Gap or a Banana Republic. I don't mm. know. I just feel like I should be like flipping through sweaters right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know what to do with this song. I think a big part of it is this was co-written by Alfie Arcuri, uh, who was one of the contestants in last year's uh, Australia Decides. And I don't know if you recall from our discussion of this year's Australia Decides, where I was kind of alluding to uh, people working through their stuff uh, via Eurovision rather than like via therapy. Alfie Arcuri's entry last year was kind of what I was referring to, and this just seems like a continuation of that. And yeah, it's it just feels very unapproachable to me. And like, I, I have no idea how this is going to be staged. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just been, I've been hyper aware of it this selection season, but I feel like there have been a lot of songs about running from your demons or dealing with your demons or burying mm-hmm. your demons. And like, yeah. is everything okay in Europe right now? And like, now we know, no, it's not. Uh, we right. all have coronavirus. But right, it is nice that like Cyprus is trying something different from the last couple of years. Since mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like Lord, Lord knows they do not need another Fuego clone. But this, just on the is... other hand, I would prefer that to this song. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we would absolutely be like dragging them through the mud if they sent like another Fuego clone. Oh, but absolutely. also, this is not it. Hmm. I listened to this song like 10 minutes before we recorded it. I cannot remember for the life of me how it goes. Same here. Like it instantly leaves my head sometimes even while I'm listening to the song. And it's just like so much of it is just the like droning of. And it's just like what? That's not a hook. What 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 are you going to do with that? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just kind of it meanders and Mm -hmm. it should be running. It's fine. They're going to send it without a shirt and it'll do fine. It's interesting because there are a number of songs, and and it should have brought this up with Ireland too, where it's just like it, it a number of these late breaking songs are entering into like the queer pop space, which is mm-hmm. interesting to me. That it's just like oh, we haven't really had much of that in the songs that are ultimately going to Eurovision. We've had a little bit of that in the selection season uh, mm-hmm. portion of things, but like Ireland's entry, let uh, Leslie Roy, like she's uh, married to her wife. Uh, and, and yeah, kind of going back to Ireland, like if she were doing, I am gay uh, instead of whoever did it in Norway, I think that would have been a much better fit anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like Alfie or Curry also gay. Like this song definitely would be in place like at nine o'clock in a bar at, on like a Wednesday night while you're waiting for karaoke to start or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just like kind of mood rather than like content. Um, but yeah, and then there are a couple of other entries that we'll be talking about in a little bit that are kind of trying to occupy the same space. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I don't know why like this is the time of year that the homosexual flotilla has uh, decided to set sail. But uh, ahoy. Um, <laughs> one that's I, I don't think is occupying that space necessarily is going to be uh, Bulgaria's entry uh, from Victoria. Uh, and her song, Tears Getting Sober. Your eyes burn like sugar in my wounds In time I won't be a scar Strained, but my tears are getting sober this one dropped on the final Saturday of selection season, so uh, had had the opportunity to get overshadowed by all of the finals that were happening that day, but uh, it is one of the songs that's sitting at the top of the bookies chart. Ben, do you agree with that assessment? I do not. I do not agree with the assessment. Well, I get why it is there, but I also don't like it. Oh, really? Um, yeah. 
Uh, well, I just don't like that it's sitting there. But okay. like, I, yeah. I get why it's there because right now Billie Eilish is having a very big moment. Mm-hmm. But like for me, this song is basically just like a slightly more Disney-fied version of of her song Zanny. Okay. And like down to like the single shot video that's doing some interesting angle stuff. Hmm. And like there have been a lot of things this election season, like uh, Jaeger's "How About Mars," that have been sort of playing in that space. Hmm. And like. There are bits of Billie Eilish's music that I like, like I've particularly taken to Bad Guy, uh, mm. but this particular strain of it is not my thing. Okay. So I, I get why it's doing well. I get why it's up there, and like we're we're all very excited to see Bulgaria back. Mm-hmm. And I think, and again, I think part of it is just that for whatever reason, my internal clock or whatever for what for what I would like to see when Eurovision this year is something more up tempo and I don't know less about alcohol. Mm. And we keep getting things like Romania's entry and this entry. It's like, no, we're into this. I'm just like, are you? Can we not? Yeah. <laughs> can we not right now? They're much more lax about alcohol in Europe than uh, here in the States. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I miss that. But um... <laughs> anyways, what um, do you think of this, Mike? There are two people on this show. <laughs> yeah. And I love this song so much. I am familiar with Billie Eilish's work. I don't. I'm not able to pull references as easily uh, to her catalog, but this just reminds me of some of the more whimsical Fiona Apple songs. The other reference point I had other than like, like when I said Disney, I was thinking of like the weird strings in this song. And the other thing that reminds Mm -hmm. me of is uh, St. Vincent's album Actor that plays with those two. Okay, yeah. And and it's interesting that so many people are like making the Disney comparison. Like I the strings part that does sort of make sense, but this is not a Disney song. Oh yeah, no, and, it's it's not oh. a Disney song, but no, it's it has like that weird specific like 50s and 60s Snow White instrumentation. Right. Right. Oh wait, that uh, Snow White is like way earlier than that. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I get I get what you're saying, but yeah, I mean I I, I think it's very playful in how it's using that and the closing mm-hmm, at the end of the song is just so satisfying to hear and i am very excited about this entry and she just sounds so good on the studio track i'm hoping that she sounds that good live and i have to i have to imagine that she does because i mean she was on x factor so it's not like mm-hmm. it's uh like what does she sound like situation like like she she's got chops and i don't think it's as alcohol in used even though the title is like tears getting sober but this is checking a lot of boxes for me okay so on the 8th we had north macedonia's entry so we had known that vasil garvanliev was going to be their artist we had known his song was going to be called you north macedonia had been teasing things out a little bit here and there and they finally dropped the the video and the song i just want to dance with you And mostly just in light of uh, all of the things we have done in the week since then, I, I watched the video now. I'm just like, please don't roll around on the bar floor. Please don't. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Although the things I like about this song, um, A, I do like the portion of the dancing where it looks like uh, his partner is giving him a chiropractic adjustment. Uh-huh. Like that delighted me far more than it should have. This is another one, weirdly, that sounds like it should be playing at the mall that's just the theme of this week but this is the one that i like of the two of, of between this and cyprus where it's like a, a guy song 
Yeah. That I would absolutely hear while while I express for whatever. Why am I at express? I don't know. But hmm. this one I like. This one I like. Throwing this in the mix with Cyprus and Austria, um, I, I feel like it's also trying to do kind of like all of the things the way that Austria is trying to do all of the things. Yes. What I'm intrigued by with this one is the performance potential, uh, particularly since the video. Did you uh, do you recall the video for uh, Switzerland Century last year? Uh where it was kind of yes. the same sort of bar setup. Yeah, yes. like the, the video for this one really reminded me of that. It's like, okay, things are trying to go for that same vibe, but it mm-hmm. doesn't quite work. But yeah, like if this could, if they're going to incorporate uh, that style of dancing into their stage performance, I think it'll be an interesting performance. I don't think it's going to be something that's going to elevate it to the point where it's like, Oh, this could be a contender, but I mean, I think Mm -hmm. it could be enough to at least get votes their way. And I just thought of another thing this makes me think of, and it Mm -hmm. just want to bounce this off you. This is the song that should be playing in an espresso ad. Oh, like, like for whatever reason, just like thinking of the backing and sort of like the strings thing going on, just like this should be backgrounding, like a very fancy instant coffee. Or like yeah. some sort of pod delivery coffee system. Right. That just kind of recreates the sense of being in a coffee shop in like the Alps. I yes. Guess, or like, yes. Or some <laughs> some like, mountain range. Yeah. The taste of a North Macedonian coffee shop at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, if only. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. If it were a choice between Austria, Cyprus and North Macedonia, I would probably pick this I would this probably one. pick this one. It's the least lyrically challenging of the three, but I feel like it's the least confusing of the three yes. as well. And yes. Yeah. So, yeah. It, and really, like, my bugaboo about this one is they knew that this was going to be an internal selection. They knew they were going up against a submission deadline. I do not understand why this is not available on Spotify yet. Like, And, and this is the case with a couple of other songs. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like, you know that, like... I think if you you know that your song is coming out after March 1st and it's not through some sort of competition process, like you need to be ready to have that. It needs to available be on Spotify, on Spotify immediately. I, I would say within 24 hours of announcement just to avoid any like weird like leak or like hitting mm-hmm. the wrong button type issues. But yeah, yeah like it, it is it is just goofy that it's not available at this point. Mm-hmm. Do better North Macedonia, uh, at, at least in terms of your like. Content at least in terms of rollout like, strategy yeah like, don't, don't yeah. make us wait for the album stick that up there now right yeah so this one is okay it's okay it's not gonna reach the heights of of proud last year no no next up on the weirdness uh is san marino now san marino we are fans like we we, we we care about you um we only want the best yeah the rollout strategy uh for your selection bananas uh <laughs> was, was wrong was bad yeah so like it starts off with them wanting to uh like the, announcing that they're like pretty much another announcement about an announcement that is going to be announced and uh but it's just the way that it was initially presented they made it sound like they were going to actually provide content instead of it being an announcement for an announcement um and they're just like oh you got to watch the like san marino 10 o'clock news or whatever uh to find out more information and that more information was in the like little ticker at the bottom of the screen which uh people probably weren't paying attention to particularly because they were talking about like coronavirus no because it was like the the, the seventh uh coronavirus update i had seen in a different language that weekend 
yeah yeah so it's like uh okay and then like about 10 minutes later it's like did you see the announcement it's like wait what uh like, was i watching no. the wrong channel and it's like oh no we're just gonna uh let you know who the artist and the possible songs are tomorrow and it's like um wait what <laughs> excuse me <laughs> yeah that that's that's not why we're here and yeah so there, there was some grumbling on the internet about that and it was just uh i don't know it, it felt very much like an older brother being like your epidermis is showing and yeah so uh kind of poor form there san marino and then uh the next day they announced that sanit will be uh returning to represent san marino uh she last represented them in uh 2011 and uh, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, San Marino only has like five people to choose from and it was her turn. And I think that's fair. We don't know her song yet because they decided, oh, she's got two songs. Let's throw it to a public vote. It's like, oh no, not just, another Just thing. pick one. Just pick yeah. one. It is 24 hours until your song is due. Just pick one. Right. And also this is when all of the other like big national finals are happening. It's just like, oh, we're just... Done with this. <laughs> also, and for like an online vote, we just saw what Norway did. It went bad. Mm-hmm, we were all mm-hmm. angry about it. Don't do that again. Yeah. So uh, that that was just it's just adding a lot of goofiness to, to the a whole lot process. of the, a lot of goofiness. San Marino, you don't have the phone structure to support this. Never yeah. Mind. This so is an online vote. You have the internet structure to support this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to bring down your entire country. The vote happened. Uh, Thirty-one thousand votes uh, came in. Uh, both you and I voted. Uh, and <laughs> we were just like, like sitting on your couch, mm-hmm. listening to one be- song and then listening to the other song and then registering our votes. Yeah, yeah. Doing and- your civic duty is important. Yes, uh, and we had we had to like give up our email addresses to do it, but uh, apparently they were involved with the San Marino 2021 campaign that uh, you may have seen floating around on like Twitter and Instagram, where like it's really pushing for like oh San San Marino will be hosting the 2021 uh, Eurovision contest, and I wasn't a hundred percent sure if that was just weird Twitter or like an actual campaign, and this confirmed that it was at, at least I think it is an actual campaign. Well, yeah, because, like, I would absolutely run a joke Twitter account, San Marino 2021. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apparently, they're going to sell merch at some point, like hats and coffee mugs and condoms. And... I gave them my email address. Where is my voucher? Where is yeah. my voucher, Mike? All I've gotten uh, was, like, links to her social media accounts, which which was actually very helpful because, like, as I mentioned earlier, I do track that stuff. So <laughs> we do like, track please, more one-stop shopping. But, uh, yes, yeah, so the song that ended up winning uh, is the song Freaky. shouting a lot this episode because everything is in all caps yeah yeah it's just that time of year i guess but uh ben what are your thoughts on freaky <laughs> uh one please yes i will pronou- this. Yeah. yeah please please stick with pronouncing it that way it delights me endlessly this is the correct song of the two to win because mm-hmm. like obsessed was fine it had kind of a carly ray jepson energy that i thought ireland was already fulfilling um mm-hmm. we saw last year when they sent say na 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 that goofy San Marino is beloved by the internet. And this mm-hmm. feels like an ach- this feels like, well, that was a good thing. How about more of that? Do mm-hmm. I think it will serve them well overall? No. Um, do I still want to see what this performance looks like? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it's great that they are sending like another like neo disco thing that again seems to be a good wheelhouse for them. 
Yeah. On the other hand, I listen to the song, I listen to the weird construction of the lyrics, and it makes me think of Italo disco, like so many things do. But yeah. uh, but the thing I love about that genre is that it's written by Italian people who have no clue what they're doing with the English language. Uh, yeah. And I would I mean, it loved, works for Sweden. So. It works for it works for Sweden, but <laughs> yeah, there's that's a specific Max magic too. <laughs> there's yeah. a specific magic to Italo disco, and I would love to hear the song over some weird synthy bits. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. What did you think of this one? I am cuckoo completely for this track. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, I, like, I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just going to go, like, full Stefan here. And it's like, this has everything. It has everything. everything. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, the, the other way that I was going to describe it is just like, this is kind of, like, mapped to the Mike genome. It, it's, I don't know. It, it just hits all of my questionable pop music taste i think or i don't even know if it's necessarily questionable because it, it feels like it's pulling from so many different references like it reminds me of the theme song to the tracy ullman show uh this may have been before your time ben i, I apologize for using that phrase to you but oh <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine i'm the baby of the show yeah yeah but like i mean that that was a song that was like written by George Clinton. So it's like has like the parliament like P Funk uh aspect going around. Uh like Sarah Hat influence of Say Na Na Na, like some Scissor Sisters vibe. Uh mm-hmm. that like, I, made me made me think like, oh, they should really try to get Jake Shears or Animatronic or both of them and have a Scissor Scissor Sisters reunion as their 2021 act. Um, because that, that would do gangbusters for San Marino, I think. I do like that, like, every 20 seconds, it appears to be a completely different song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the place that you end is not the same place that you begin. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I could still kind of follow the journey. Uh, mm-hmm. at least it's like, oh, no, like, we're just, like, club hopping or something. I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know how club hopping works. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, but it also reminded me, uh, like, uh, we talked about Geek Bowl uh, last week. And mm-hmm. the first Geek Bowl that we went to, uh, the... Uh, band that they uh, brought in uh, for b- both musical entertainment and uh, to, uh, to handle the music rounds uh, was this band Escort. Mm-hmm. And I was getting some vibes of that as well. And this this is another one of the songs that kind of falls into the like queer pop space, uh, which I think is really interesting. And mm-hmm. yeah, this, this is... I, I find this delightful. Do I think it's going to win? No. No. But, no. Uh, will it be I, will it be fun as hell to watch on stage, assuming that we're watching things on stage? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I this is just gonna be such a colorful performance. And yeah, I'm I'm just very excited about this song and I'm happy that it is in my life right now. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we we need some joy right now. I <laughs> also like that they that they were they did actively challenge themselves how many times can we use the word freaky in the song and still have it hold together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's just I, I i have a feeling like those are those are the studs of the house and they're just like all right and we'll just like slap all this other stuff around it and it's like you're doing a great job you're doing a great job continue <laughs> do, continue the excellent work life uh, goes by too quickly now not to be freaking it up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so uh yeah good good job san marino i'm, good job. I'm, I'm rooting for you uh, yeah also where is yeah. my voucher Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, will I buy the coffee mug? Probably not. Do I want the coupon so I consider it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> on a more serious note, uh, Malta. Malta selected Destiny via X Factor this year, which made a lot of sense. She was one of the backing singers for Michaela last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a very strong vocalist, and they have revealed her song, All of My Love. Don't 
came out for this, the internet seemed to be just sort of going crazy for it. And I keep listening to it, and I keep not getting that spark, weirdly enough. I like that it's kind of doing gospel-y things. I like that it, like, it has a nice energy, but it also just feels kind of straightforward. Not, it, I don't, I'm not sure I expected something challenging from them, or that I want something challenging as a Eurovision song. Mm-hmm. But there's just something missing from this. It feels very, it feels weirdly clinical to me. Yeah, like, I mean, if you told me that this was the first single coming from the winner of a reality competition, I would believe you. Like, I would this, totally this, buy that. Yeah, and, like, I think Destiny sings the song well. Mm-hmm. The song is fine. It's certainly not groundbreaking in yeah. any way, shape, or form. I just don't think the two of them go together. Like, okay. She's, like, she's trying to give this, like... I don't know. I keep wanting to call it like Mama Roo energy. Like <laughs> I keep making these drag race mm-hmm. references and I'm not sure. Do you ever watch drag race? I, I do. I do now. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's just like this, this. The song just feels way too old for her. Yeah. She's 17 years old and they've dressed her like Martha Wash. Yes. Yes. And like, it's just kind of pigeonholing her into yes. this like diva box which she can sing like she, she has can sing the, the song <laughs> fine yeah. but i mean it's just like it, it just feels it feels like a weird mismatch expected. yeah yeah and it, like i'm not expecting that from a 17 year old or yeah. like well, well yeah like i could see i could see the mamas performing this song mm-hmm. exactly. as like a trio yeah that may be part of why we were underwhelmed because the mamas were selected like two days before this song dropped and like we we were definitely on board with that and then this other like not as good song with a like not as good performance it's just like forces the comparison where it forces the comparison well also there's just the fact we have so many songs this season where there's such a direct connection between the artist and the song because Mm -hmm. usually they've written it and like that's what's been winning the last few years that when we even have stuff where it wasn't necessarily that person writing it but like thinking about uh fecker lebee like that is so clearly written for for eden aline right whereas this just feels like oh we have we had this it's not necessarily written for you but we had it and we think you'd sing it well right exactly yeah and like and it's unfortunate because i don't think this is a bad entry from Malta. I think it's one of their more solid mm-hmm. entries from the last few years. But yeah, there's there's just a mismatch that's happening. And I mean, she does have uh, Destiny does have a lot of charisma, and that may come through in a live performance. Like I don't I don't think the video served her all that well. And right now that this is another one where the song's not available on Spotify yet. So like the video is really the only way to consume the song. And it kind of goes out of my head the same way that Cypress's does. Like I mm-hmm. always have to look up what the title of this is because it's just like it's all of my love. And it's like cool. There's nothing there's like nothing to hang your hat on to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a song from Malta. That's a song from Destiny. It's just like, oh, that's the what's the name of that song again? And well, yeah, like I, I have started doing like some of like just because I miss, you know, just proceeding with stuff as normal and had started like doing some rankings of the first of the of the semis now that we have the full lineup. And like mm-hmm. I would see all of my love come up and go, wait, which song is that? Yeah, this, this one's a tricky one because like I like Destiny. I hope she does well, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, this this just feels like a little bit of a misfire, mismatch, miss something. So, missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. 
Ah, so the next one uh, to drop uh, was uh, Azerbaijan's entry, finally. Uh, and it is uh, from Effendi, and this, its song is called Cleopatra. I'm so glad that you can roll your R's because I cannot. That that was luck uh, right there. I have to work on that. (laughs) (laughs) We all have to work on that because she's very good at doing it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I have a feeling that's going to try to be the meme one one of the many memes that are going to come out of this year's uh, contest is just people uh, walking up to each other and (laughs) greeting with Cleopatra. What do you think of this entry? This is another one where. Again, the internet has gone crazy for it. And maybe it's just because we're getting all the final songs and we're just mm-hmm. real excited about the contest and we're all inside the house. We need something to do, and something to focus our attention on. But it's just not clicking for me. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, yeah, like, I mean, it's fun. And I think there's a lot of potential for staging, especially all the different setups in the video that they have going on. Mm-hmm. But there's just something that where, similar to Malto, where, like, the, I get the song and it just somehow doesn't quite click for me with the singer. Okay. And like again, maybe it's just that that this one has been floating around and being shopped around to a couple different artists. Or again, there's just not that direct connection. True. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's this just feels like a weird entry for Azerbaijan, just because it's so. Oh, uh, like this is another one of the like queer pop entries. Yes. Like, and, and it's, I, I'm like, glad that you brought that up because that. that that was something that was very at the back of my mind too. Is that like this is oddly forward for Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I think part of it is they must have looked at, like, last year's Thirst Trap and thought, oh, all aboard the homosexual fatilla. Come on. <laughs> toot, toot. <laughs> beep, beep, it's coming. Uh, but, yeah, um, yeah, like, I was looking up, like, oh, so what is Azerbaijan's, like, record on, like, gay rights? What's Azerbaijan's and, policy on this? Yeah, and, like, as recently as uh, 2017, uh, Azerbaijan has ranked last in LGBTQIA friendliness uh, for Europe. It's, like, number 49 out of 49 countries. and So not um, great, Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it's, like, there are no laws against homosexuality. Like, all, all of the their, like, anti-sodomy laws and stuff were... Um, eliminated uh once like the full separation from uh ussr uh took place so and and this happened in a lot of the former ssrs uh around 2000 i want to say and but like there are no protections either for uh the lgbtq plus community so yeah it's just kind of a giant shrug emoji there uh in terms of like if azerbaijan says gay rights but uh yeah like this one just seemed like very as you said very forward and it kind of got me thinking is this song our generation's Genghis Khan where it's just like a song about a random historical figure and set to a dance beat every generation gets what they deserve and this mm-hmm. is what we get yeah so <laughs> I, I have a lot of free time on my hands uh these days mm-hmm. so like th- these are the things I think about but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to like the song more than I do and maybe it will continue to grow on me. But yeah, there's a lot of elements in the song, too. Like, there's the whole, and it sounds like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's, like, a, bu- a bunch of weird chanting that is absolutely going to be done by a backing singer on the stage. Yeah. And then it launches into a different chorus. And it just, I'm just like, we have three very different moments here. 
this may be another one that's trying to do all of the things. And, yeah, it's, it's but, a lot of pieces that are just sort of scotch taped together, and I'm not sure that they're going to hold together for the full three minutes of the song. Yeah. It, it's a bop for now, and it is now available on Spotify. It finally showed up this morning. So, um, yeah, <laughs> good-ish job, Azerbaijan. <laughs> good-ish job. <laughs> We have one final entry, uh, the, the the holdout between Malta, Azerbaijan, and Russia, as we recorded last week, of who was going to release their song last. Russia won. They released their song on the 12th. Uh, we had known they were sending Little Big, which meant that they were probably sending something a little oddball, and then they released Uno, and oh boy. So let's listen to Uno. All you have to do is to be ready for some action now. Mike, I am mad about how much I like this song. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Like, because it's hitting a specific weird wavelength that is just apparently, I, I don't know, like, there's just a whole vibe to the video that, like, this is ABBA being held at gunpoint and told to dance. Mm -hmm. Everybody's a little, is like the perfect amount of dead behind the eyes as they go through the motions. Yeah, I... I, I, I do not share that joy. Like I, I'm okay. I have so many thoughts about this entry and I think it's probably like the people who didn't care for Hitari last year. I think this is my version of that. Okay. This is, this is definitely Russia's Hitari play. I think. Where... On the other hand, I think I've just learned that for years, I've just wanted Russia to go back to setting something as fun as the, as the, the babushkas. Oh uh, yeah. I think like, they've but... gotten, they got off on like a weird, like sad ballad thing because they wanted to do a big, important song because mm -hmm. big, important songs were winning. Mm -hmm. and we kept saying no no your your practices with regards to lgbtq people are terrible no mm -hmm. uh and they're like okay sh okay fine okay fine we'll send little big and we're gonna send a big loud party song and how do you feel about that i feel it's like incredibly cynical like i find this to be way more cynical than george's oh yes this year yes yeah, it's oh like, it's absolutely cynical yeah where it's just like oh you want random spanish you want a goofy dance you want euro trash well strap in because here we go <laughs> and clinical built in a lab like th this just feels like it's focus grouped to like an inch of its life and yeah, I don't know. This could just be like my grandpa showing, but <laughs> well, yes, I feel like I feel like everything that that Little Big has produced is built for a certain level of virality as far as image and as far as lyrics go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Having watched some of their other videos, this is clearly a very Eurovision tailored version of this band. Yeah, this could be an incredibly backhanded compliment, though. But this was delightful to run errands to. Really? Like I had this, yeah, in my headphones, like just something about like the propulsive like synthy beat behind all of this. It's great. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think I just have to resign myself to the idea that this is going to do very, very well. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no, like, like, I like I started out with, I'm mad at how much I like this. I'm mad at how well I think it's going to do. Mm -hmm. uh, doing the doing the dance from the video appears to be a great core workout. Either that or oh. I'm just very out of shape. No, no, like, that That was my immediate reaction when I was seeing it. It was just, like, just, like, looking at the, the leg movements, like, oh, God, my hip flexors are already like not happy with me, and I'm not, and I'm just sitting here watching this. It's and it, and like, yeah, it is. It is a very good uh, core workout, but mm -hmm. you no know, man, it's. I do like the flow of their garments. Uh, at, yes. At, oh yeah. No. Like, dance, that, that that is hypnotizing. 
yeah yeah but again like i agree with you this is a very cynical move i feel like what we are seeing in the video is what they are probably planning for the staging given that the live performance of the song matches that i'm wondering who's mm-hmm. not going to make the cut because there's like seven people at right. all times someone's yeah. not making it through my it's they're probably going to keep the karate man I was thinking they might be able to have like some sort of video display featuring him. Yeah. And like it might be sort of like what they uh like the back backing of Iceland's performance where there's like all of the heads like kind of floating by. Like they could just have mm-hmm. multiples of that guy. They could, yeah, they could stick. Yeah. Yeah. Or like what they I, did. I think with, it's either uh, him or the keyboardist. Yeah. Like or, or like what they did with uh, Sunstroke Project where it's just like all of the um like versions of Epic Sax Man like just floating around. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like this is, I'm not surprised that like Russia is going to Russia, but. Oh um, yeah. Like this is, this is a different Russia that's Russia than, than in previous years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is, this is definitely the same play as like the Russian grannies. Good on Russia yeah. for doing the market research. Good on so, Russia. Like yeah. if they're going to, as long as they're going to Russia, at least they're going to send like a fun song this time. Like again, I'm, yeah. I'm mad at it, but I'm not, I'm not too mad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you win this round. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Euro What. Thanks for listening. The Euro What podcast is hosted by Mike McComb, that's me, and Ben Smith. That's me. You can find us on our website at eurowhat.com and on Twitter and Instagram at eurowhat. Uh, you can also find us individually on Twitter at Rube Goldberg, that's me, uh, R-U-B-E underscore G-O-L-D-B-E-R-G. I am on Twitter at Ben M. Smith. Ben, B-E-N, M is in my god russia is doing some cynical stuff this year smith i have been doing some streaming stuff with jackbox games and some other stuff so please join me for that yes and uh i've mostly been retweeting stuff from accounts like mondo mascots and just visually pleasing things but yeah feel free to say hi let's let's try to at least have the virtual human connection uh over these next few weeks as we try to figure out what's going on Say hi if you visit my Twitter. I hope you like crosswords. You can subscribe to the Euro What on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcast app of your choice. Uh, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to help other Eurovision fans find the show and check out our playlist on Spotify. We'll be back next week to try to make sense of what's new in Eurovision. 